Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do is a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to uh, try to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's a thoughts, a feelings, a physical sensations. So anything on your mind coming up, uh, going through your mind, uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, you know, so, so oh, thoughts I said, I mentioned thoughts a few times, repetitive thoughts. Uh, feelings, so they could be emotions that are bubbling up related to the thoughts or unrelated, they're just there, percolating, a word that just doesn't get used enough uh, by me, though then it gets overused, uh, so that's why then they say I gotta take a break, let things spark, I love saying, let me let things percolate, uh, uh, so any emotions are doing, emotions and percolation, maybe, because you could be a scientist, you have, like, can you imagine... You see, like, the difference between someone who's like, uh, uh, well, we'll come back to this. I was going to say, yeah, let me come. No, let's talk about it right now. Let me part. Let's, let's take a little meander. So what if you were like, I, I've never heard of this, to, to be honest. So the once upon a time, there was a method of making coffee, which you could probably still do, called percolation. I, I'll be honest, I have no idea. It involved bubbles and stuff. Uh and I think it was popular in the 80s or the 70s. I don't know if I've ever had percolated coffee, uh, but I do remember some people like going to people's houses that had it because it was in like kind of like an electric kettle that you see today, but you like integrated the coffee in there and it had a clear thing in the top where you could see the coffee bubbling up. I, I don't know if that meant it was done or not. Also to ask, uh, answer other people's questions, I'm not sure if you can make tea in a coffee percolator. Um, but like, uh, what was it? I already forgot part of my art. Like, well, I was going to one. Oh, oh no. So what if there was, let's, you know, cause nowadays we have a lot of different ways of making and consuming coffee and each genre or niche of coffee brewing as well as many other stages in the coffee consumption and production process have their own uh, fans. So I'm sure, or I guess I'm assuming, don't mean to make an ass out of you and me, percolators, but uh, that there may be a smaller group of coffee fans that are into percolation still. And they say, oh boy, or maybe percolation was a disaster. That's why it don't happen anymore. Where they, But they would say, oh boy, oh boy, I only drink that sweet, sweet percolated coffee, which is extra bitter and not sweet at all, but sweet to me. And you say, interesting. Oh boy, I like my coffee extra gritty, and, and you say okay. Like I don't know if that's what per- I'm not. I'm not throwing shade at percolated coffee, not shade grown either. Uh, but uh, but so I'm sure percolated coffee people. There may be percolated percolated coffee fans out there, right? And there may be just other people that are like this. All that's how I drank my coffee my whole life. I'm not going to change. And those may be called permanent percolators. Uh, which just because I have a love of alliteration. And then, but then there could be scientists because I think that's also some sort of scientific method or something. You know, we got to go, you know, before we do the osmosis, we got to do the percolation. 
then there's people like me that don't actually know how percolation works, but I constantly use it to talk about thinking about, well, I got to, you know, let it percolate for a while, which I assume means to sink and then bubble back up. That's what it means to me. Uh, and, you know, but bubble, you know, like a bit like a, what do they call that earth uh, before it was started? I always forget that term. When the earth was bubbling and there was no land, you know, before the land, I always think of miasma, but that's not the word. They say the vest- not the vestigial earth either, but that was back when we had vestigial stuff. So, oh, but I was going to say those people have much different relationships uh, to the word percolation than I do. I just use it to go off topic because whatever's keeping you awake is what I was talking about uh, when I went off topic there. But so I'm here to take your mind off whatever's keeping you awake, your thoughts, your feelings, or physical sensations. The way I'm going to do it is I'm going to create a safe place. Uh, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. A bit like that percolated coffee. You see, mm, boy, I can taste the creaky dulcet in here. Maybe, depending on what percolated coffee I actually tastes like. The Percolator, a newsletter for coffee percolation fans or fans, of, or that could be our podcast. Percolator podcast doesn't sound good. Percolation, but I like the Percolator. That could be, hey, this is a Percolator coming at you live at uh, Percolate 102. Uh, on your FM dial, it could be, we don't just play classic rock. We play ancient rock and, you know, rock that technically would be classic rock, but people, you know, they don't want to like, uh, yeah, percolator 102. So send my voice across it. Loving, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders. Here's the thing. If you're new, already done a few, uh, superfluous tangents. I'm going to go off topic. So if you're new. Here's a few things to know, we, because you've got a little bit of a demonstration there. I'm not going to, like, uh, I don't directly ever get to anything. So this is kind of a podcast that's here to keep you company while you fall asleep. You don't necessarily really need to fully listen to it. You could kind of barely listen. You could listen in a fuzzy way or out of focus way. But if you're new, just kind of see how it goes. I would understand if you're new and you're skeptical or doubtful or uh, whatever that is, rest, like where you're like, oh, I'm not so sure about this. That's total. It makes total sense. And then you might say, what in the heck is a per Like you say, I don't know what this person is talking about. What does this have to do with a sleep podcast, percolated coffee? And I'd say, yeah, just kind of loosely go with it. This is a podcast you don't need to listen to. The other thing is it's a, a sleep podcast that's not necessarily here to put you to sleep. It's here to kind of keep you company as you drift off. So see how it goes. Uh, that's like a, it's a bit of a conundrum, I guess. It's like, uh, I'm here to keep you company. So like, that's why the episodes are about an hour to give you plenty of time to fall asleep. And if you can't sleep, as some listeners can't, uh, I'm here to keep you company to the very end. That's why I make the show. I believe you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a place of respite. And if I could provide it, uh, it would be my honor. And it would make the world a better place. It's just that simple. Be a servant. Like, I mean, it's, it's my dream because I've been there and I know how it feels. So those are two things if you're new. So... <laughs> Percolate, let those percolate, right? Uh, 
it's almost like that would be one thing they don't say because I don't even know like like about a percolator. It's you know there's a truism they say watched pot never boils, but you'd say like an electric kettle goes really fast. Uh, even you know in the past twenty, thirty, forty years they've gone pretty fast, and I would say a percolator in my mind, the percolator in my mind is uh, an electric kettle like thing. And if you watch that, I don't even know what it's doing. You'd say, watched percolator. I don't even know what it's doing. It's kind of bubbling. It's doing something. Sometimes it's not. Uh, perplexed by the percolator. That would be a segment, I guess, on the percolator. I guess that's more of a newsletter, though. The percolator. So I don't know what I was talking about. Oh, I'm here to keep you company and put you to sleep. Yeah, I don't know. So, but structurally, uh, this is other stuff that could throw off a new listener. So if you're thrown off, totally understandable. Uh, the structure of the show, and I do explain this a lot, but I, you know, I realize it's like 12 minutes into the show, so it's not going to do everybody uh, good, especially people that are already, you know, sending me an email. But, uh, so the show starts off with about two to four minutes of business normally. Yeah, sometimes it might be a little bit longer, but uh, that's my goal. Then there's an intro, and the intro is about 12 to 20 minutes of me just rambling. Tonight happens to be about the, like a word I keep using, and I can't stop using it now. But I'll try a little experiment to not use it right this second. So that's the intro, and the reason the intro... The, the intro is what can throw people off the most. It's not a... It's kind of an essential part of the show for the majority of listeners because it's a wind-down moment, uh, like 12 to 18 minutes uh, before the story starts or tonight before we talk about the good place where you could be getting ready for bed, you could be foam rolling, you could be stretching, you could be, you know, brushing your teeth, you could be, bomb, you know, moisturizing. Um, you could be petting pets, you could be resting, doodling, knitting, uh, sitting, chilling, looking out the window, maybe you're, uh, whatever you, you could be doing any of those things, or you could be already in bed, getting ready to wind down, getting comfortable, getting cozy. You know, when your bed goes from that unbelievable, I mean, if you keep the room as cool as I do, which most people don't, uh, but I, you know, I, how cold is my room? Ice cold. Uh, and so when I first get in bed, it takes, I say, this bed's never going to get warm. Uh, and eventually it does, but that takes a little while. And then as I'm getting cozy, that's part of my wind down routine. Uh, so the intro is kind of that long to, to ease you into bedtime. I don't know. And to, to, to ease your thoughts uh, into the world of the podcast, a world of nonsense, probably of non sequiturs. Uh, to depercolate, I, like I guess you'd say, well, we got, re yeah, oh, what are you doing? Well, I got to wrap up my day here at the great, uh, you know, liquid lab. They say, well, what do, you, what do you have to do to finish up your day? Well, thanks, thanks for coming on this tour, kids. Oh, you're the only one that was interested in, you were the only one that took this tour out of your whole high school. Oh, everyone else went to the Taffy factory. Hmm. Well, yeah, first I got to do some reverse osmosis and then some depercolation, and then I'm going to call it a day. It's, uh, oh boy. It's a, 
So that's what I'm that's how I'm that's how I'm wrapping things up. So but the intro is kind of a deep percolation, if that's even a thing. I don't know if it is. I don't think once you've percolated water into coffee grounds, uh, I don't know. Is there a study? What would you could you depercolate or reverse osmosis uh, it all out of there? Or is that like when you put something red in with your whites, you say, well, you could, but it's pretty, pretty unlikely. Still going to have a pink hue to it. I don't know. These are the questions we ask during the intro as you wind down. So for new listeners, it's, it's, it's kind of a chance for you to get an understanding of the nonsense we're up to here and what to expect, which is me going off topic and getting a little mixed up and only kind of have like half interesting things. You know, you'd say this in the hands of Roman Mars would be probably interesting. Or he would have said, no, let's not talk about this. And then he would have worked with this. They said, well, let's talk about this and this. But in my hands, you say, I kind of, I think I saw one of those things before. I kind of barely know what you're talking. I can almost not barely relate. Uh, it's not, not that you're unrelatable. It said, I'm not sure if I need to relate to what you're saying or not. Neutral, you know, whatever the neutral version of relatable and unrelatable is. I say, yeah, you're you're right. Barely entertaining and barely, you know. Yeah, I don't know. There's not a word for it yet. But uh, so that's what the intro is when it's 12 to 20 minutes. Sometimes for some new people, they can say, what do you do? Like, what is this intro? When are you going to get to the good place content? And I'd say give it a, that show a few tries. After a while, you might find that you do prefer to start the show at 20 minutes, like 2 to 4% of people do. And I just heard from a couple new patrons that said, geez, I signed up. I love listening to just a story-only episodes. That's like no intro or no business or anything. So you can kind of see what works for you. But over the first few tries, it's just, I guess it's like a, this podcast has a lot of different ways that listeners listen and I kind of try to make it to try to fit into uh, like, like, so it's kind of, a, I don't know that you can make adjustments for what works for you. But in the end, the podcast just doesn't work for everybody. You could kind of see, I mean, I mean, who are we kidding? You, I mean, you've listened to me you say, I'm not sure about this guy. That's probably a good sign. Uh, or I'm still skeptical. I'd say, well, that's probably a good sign too. Or you say, well, this is, that's what I think. That's what this, I mean, a lot of listeners are like, yeah, this is what goes through my mind too. They say, welcome home. And you know, if you're just bare, if you're on the fence, you may eventually, this may work for you too. Cause you say, well, oh, I don't, oh, I wasn't so, yeah, I'm not so sure about this, but I realize I don't need to listen to it. And then there's some people that are just like, I, I, uh, Strongly dislike, like, you know, it's just not for everybody. I, my personality is not for everybody. My bare sense of humor is not for everybody. And uh, my creaky dulcet tones. So I hope, I really hope the show works for you and give it a few tries. That's what all, almost all the regular listeners say. Uh, and I wish it was magical that it worked for everybody. Cause it, like I said, I've been there <laughs> this week. I've had it again. He said, what in the heck, uh, like yesterday or whatever the day was, like, what, like, uh, you know, I woke up in the middle, you know, I did one of those and I said, what in the heck, I'm tired here. And then I said, I don't want to like, and then I got a debate, should I get up and go read or, uh, so 
it's not nice, you know, not being able to sleep. And I want to make it a little bit better if I can. And if I can't, if I can't put you to sleep, at least I can keep you company, right? And maybe you drift off or maybe you say, huh, I'm going to go Google percolation. Let's see where we could buy some percolated coffee. And then you'll realize, well, that's why, that's why, like some other things, uh, that's why it's not available anymore. But I don't know. I mean, I'm just speaking, I'm just, you know, brainstorming here. Uh, So that's it. I mean, I'm glad you're here. Uh, I really appreciate you checking the show out. I work hard. hard. I really yearn and strive to help you fall asleep. Uh, Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake. Uh, So it could be thoughts, you know, you're thinking about things on your mind, thoughts, feelings, feelings, you know, emotions coming up. uh, So things you're thinking about, uh, you know, past, present, or future, feelings like emotions or physical sensations. It could be changes in time or temperature or routine, uh, like a lot of routine. When changes aren't routine, you know, it's more changes in your routine. Uh, anything, whatever's keeping you up, it could be something else. Uh, what I'm going to do, or what I propose to do, if it, what I'm applying to do, what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place. I got plenty of room here. I'll send it over there. Uh, so th- we got that going. And the way I'll do it is I'll send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'll use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, uh, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. I'm going to go off topic. I'm not going to make a lot of sense. I won't get to any points. Like I said, I'm going to get to a point about nubs in a bit uh, uh, and nibs. I don't know if I'll talk about nibs, but nibs are a thing. Also, the great Kate Nibs uh, wrote an article about the podcast once. Uh, she's a great writer and podcast person. Uh, but so, where was I? I guess I got off track there. I was pandering. Uh, to, 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 but so, oh, yeah, I'm going to go off top. I'm going to get off track. I think, oh, so I just demonstrated that by accident. So, if you're new, I want you to know a few things, especially if you found your way here uh, through some other means and you're brand new. This podcast, one, it is a bit more than a bit different. It's a very different, a bit strange. So, it's one thing to know. So, if you're skeptical or doubtful or you're feeling, I don't know exactly know what ambivalent means or meant, uh, but I can see, you see, well, I'm not so sure about what this is going to, you know, uh, that's a perfectly normal reaction for this show. So I want to acknowledge that that's totally normal and uh, probably sit with those feelings because you'll probably be feeling those for a while, but I want to give you some basic info. Like one thing is this podcast does not work for everybody. So give it a few tries and kind of see how it goes. I'd like to, you know, I'd like you to give it a try, uh, but you don't have to. But if you do give it one try, give it a couple because there's like a lot of people that listen and most of them said it took two or three tries before I realized this podcast will never make any sense. Like the most sensible thing about it is it never makes any sense. Uh, 
So give it a few tries. That's the ne- it leads into the next point, which is this is kind of a podcast you don't really listen to. Or if you're listening to it expectantly, you're probably going to be, if you're expecting me to get to a point or start a story or start making sense, or you say, oh boy, I can't wait for, for Scoots to talk about the next Welcome to Night Vale novel or The Princess Bride and cover those in detail. Um, you might be waiting a while because I don't really, like, I'm not good at getting to the point. So this podcast is kind of best consumed loosely or out of focus where you're like, huh, I'm not sure, not quite sure I, I understand what he's talking about. Don't need, no, need to know. That's like somebody falling asleep. Don't necessarily need to know if he does or he will. So try to approach it with a loose script and you don't need to listen. This is the one podcast you can only kind of barely listen to if you want. Uh, you could actively non-listen. That's one of the lessons I get. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like you pretend you're listening. That that works a lot better than actually listening to this show. You just lie there and bet, uh-huh, Scoots, oh boy. You said Oshkosh Bagash again. And then did your um-ah-er thing. Wow, really? You, so you were going to talk about nibs and nubs eventually, but you're in the middle of talking about, uh-huh, uh-huh. So it's a podcast you don't need to listen to. Strangely enough, while this is a sleep with me, and it's a, a like a, one of the main uh, bedtime story podcasts for grown-ups, and a lot of kids listen now too. What up, kids? Uh, it's also a podcast that doesn't necessarily put you to sleep. It's here while you fall asleep, so it's a little bit different. Like I don't, I don't know, I don't know any actual sleep podcasts that put me like a. Like, I guess when I think about a sleep podcast, I think about someone kind of like doing something that makes you fall asleep, right? I'm more just take your mind off of stuff and keep you company while you drift off because you don't really have to pay attention to me. So it's a little bit different. I'm here to, to, to be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar sib, your boar cuz, your boar bestie, your boar bra, maybe your boar bot. I don't know. It, uh, like, I, it does not compute, but I'm here. Yeah, I'm here to be at your bedside and take your mind off of stuff. So, and then if you can't listen, I mean, if you can't sleep, uh, you don't need to listen. I think that was the other thing. But if you can't sleep, I'm going to be here till the end. So I'll be here till, for about an hour, whether you're awake or asleep, to, 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 to take your mind off of stuff and keep you company. So that's it. Then the structure of the show. Now, the show's structure is also very different, and it can throw people off, uh, especially if you come in expecting one thing. Like if you expected it, like they said, well, remember those like uh, those goddesses from that movie, the Bibbidi Boppity Boo goddesses, and I'd say, yeah, I do actually, I do remember them, uh, right? I mean, they never got their own movie, huh? No, they didn't. They didn't get their own movie. Well, they got a podcast now, really, and they're god. Are they goddesses or are they just uh, magic users? That's a good question. I know, I'm pretty sure they could fly. Like, they may have wings. So I, I think that makes them goddesses and not magic users, because otherwise that spell would eventually wear off. Okay, but they could be a magic-based being, you know, a, being, a magical being. Okay, well, demi, could, could we just say they're goddesses, but that would also generally mean demigoddesses and, and those kind of magical beings? Sure, we could agree on that. You're very agreeable. Well, thanks. I was here. So, so they started a podcast. Uh, really, they started a podcast. Those goddesses from B- the Bibbidi Bobbidi goddesses. 
Yeah, it's called Bibbity Boppity Poof. Uh, oh, wow. And what, how, how does it work? Well, they have different ones uh, for different things that people have going on with them. Wow, it's interesting. Well, it's not. Well, yeah, it is. It's just. It, it's actually not interesting because they use magic. It doesn't need to be interesting because it's magical. Okay, so why are you telling me this? Well, they have one to put people to sleep. Uh, it's like a th- three, three to eight seconds long. Okay, tell tell me more. Yeah, it's it's called the Bibbity Boppity Poof Sleep Show. They're work title pending. They said though. Okay, well that's that's one thing good. That's good news for me. That title's uh, strange. Well, no, because they're the bibbity boppity. Okay, no, I mean, okay, it just doesn't have the best SEO. Here's the thing: if you're magical, you don't need us. Oh yeah, you're right about that. So anyway, how, so it's a sleep podcast. It's like eight seconds long. I don't know. I think it's like eight seconds long. They just say uh, that you just start it, and then they say bibbity boppity poof. And while they're doing that, uh, like our human ears can't hear the magic or, but we experience the magic, puts you to sleep. And that's the whole podcast. Uh, yep. It's the whole podcast. Does it have one episode or multiple episodes? Well, right now it's just a trailer. They, they haven't put out the show yet. Huh? Okay. And is it, uh, well, that sounds like it's going to be, sounds like it's not going to be good for my, my show. Why do you say that? Well, if it instantly puts you to sleep, why would people need sleep with me? Well, Scoots, I don't need to tell you this because you just explained it for 10 minutes. Your show's here to put, keep people company while they drift off. Uh, their show is there for people to be magically sent off into dreamland. A totally different show. That's why it's only eight seconds long. Okay. Okay, I guess I'm, I guess I, I guess I'm with you. So, oh, but I was trying to explain to you the structure of the show. So a show like that, it doesn't need a lot of structure. Our show has structure is different. So if you came in expecting the Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Poof show, I guess I could record that and put it out as a separate podcast, but that's a totally different thing. So this show structurally, it starts off with business. Uh, it shows, starts off with a greeting, then business, uh, and then an intro. And that's the business at the beginning is how we're able to keep the show free. Then there's an intro. Now, the, so the business throws some people off, but what really throws new people off is the intro because it's around 12 to 20 minutes long of just me rambling about stuff like bibbity boppity poof. And at first, some people think it's like an advertisement, I think. And then some people, they say, well, this isn't a bedtime story or I'm not so sure I I enjoy listening to you, which are all legitimate things. So let me tell you why the intro is so long. The intro is so long because unlike the Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Poof show, uh, this podcast is here to keep you company as you drift off. Uh, and for regular listeners, the intros are like part of their wind down routine. Now there's like 2% of listeners that start the show at about 20 minutes and they just listen to the, whatever starts at 20 minutes. And then the story, uh, tonight will be me trying to remember the plot of, uh, the princess bride, uh, and remember if I already did a podcast episode about it or not. Yeah, uh, so they started there, but 98% of listeners, well, there's, and there's listeners that support the show on Patreon, but that's a little different. But so most listeners, the, the, the intro is part of their wind down or their unwinding. 
So they'll start listening at bedtime, either before they get in bed or while they're in bed. And I kind of like, because I just don't know anything that works as well as that bibbity boppity poof show. I wish I had hair that would go along with that and that a hair, like I wish I had big hair that had a poof on it. A poufant. Is that a kind of haircut? Is any, I guess you'd have, you'd, you'd say, what kind of haircut does your poodle have? A poufant. Uh, it's like a poufant for poodles. But I mean, I could see myself if I had a hair that had like was poofable, I would do that bibbity boppity poof. Uh, or if I had a salon, I guess if I had a poodle salon, I would say that while I was working. And of course, until the big company that has all the money, they said, well, actually, you can't say bibbity or boppity. Uh, with any other words, uh, without a license. And then actually their competitor would say, well, you know, in the name of Harry Potter, you can't say poof either. And they'd say, I never heard Harry Potter say poof in my imagine, maybe in my imagination. Uh, the only per- I mean, yeah. So I guess, you know, no, I'll wait till I get those letters in the mail. Usually they not, you know, they always knock first and they say, can you sign here? And I say, you know, I'm just going to crumble this up and put it somewhere for two or three months and then wonder what was in that envelope. Uh, uh, is this about my Magical Express reservation? Uh, no. Okay, so anyway, enough humor. So so the intros are really long to give you a chance to get into bed, get comfortable, or get ready for bed and get comfortable to ease you into bedtime. So that's the intro. Then there's some business, such as kind of the structure of how podcasting works. Uh, so I'll have some business that helps keep the show free. And then we'll have the story part of the show where I'll talk briefly about the new Night Vale Presents novel and try to think up a friendly name for that. Uh, the friendly faced woman who uh, who plays hide and seek in your home. That's that's like what the novel's not named, but the name is similar. And uh, then I'll talk about The Princess Bride. So it's a structure of the show. I guess it kind of covered the rules. The reason I make this show, I've been there. Tossing and turning, yes. Mind racing, oh boy. That's my middle, that's one of my hobbies. They say, because they say, there was that movie about car racing that came out recently. They didn't call me like to have me be an advisor on that. But I said, if there was ever a movie about mind racing, if that was actually a thing, like you say, what about, uh, you know, all those movies about kids in video games saving the world or, you know, car racing, you know, showing how great our, you know, our, our uh, belief system is. How come no one glorifies mind racing? They say this, this kid, it was the greatest mind. His mind was racing before, like Ricky Bobby. My mind was racing before I, I said, uh, I want to overthink. I want to overthink in a quick way that's both quick and feels painfully slow. So I've been there and waking up early, uh, waking up, not being, you know, I've, I've been there. So I want to help. I also want to help because I believe you truly deserve a good night's sleep or a place of respite right now where you could get away, uh, where you could drift off. Your world and our world is going to be a better place uh, if you're well rested or at least you have a little relaxation and distraction. So I guess that's kind of everything. I thought I was going to talk about, I'll have to talk about nubs and nibs at different time. And maybe one day I'll put out that bibbity boppity poof podcast just to, just to, just to see what those companies do. I think I might do that. Uh, 
they, they would all be, here's a spoiler. They would all be the same. I'd say, well, this is the one about exercise. Uh, that would be the title. And then it would be bibbity boppity poof. Uh, I don't think the awe is in there. That's just one of my like verbal uh, thingamajigs. I don't know, like I just uh, see, I just did it naturally when, when I'm in a, a state of podcasting. So that's it. I'm glad you're here. I really hope the show can help you. Like I said, give it a few tries and and see, because that's how most listeners found the show was helpful. Uh, but I really appreciate you coming by. I work very hard. I yearn and I strive uh, to help you fall asleep. Uh, hey, are you? Up all night, tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. What we do is a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. It could be thoughts you're thinking about, things on your mind. So it could be thoughts uh, that, like I said, are on your mind. It could be repetitive thoughts, uh, uh, feelings, anything coming up for you emotionally or physically. It could be changes in time or temperature or travel. Uh, I've been, uh, like, uh, I'm longing for my bed. Holy moly. I haven't slept in my own bed. I've I've been uh, traveling and helping someone, and I have not. uh, But I still, you know, I I found a way to create my own routine on the road or when I'm not home, really. And I think that's an important thing. A little tiny ritual, it's, it's all you need. Uh, so I'm here for you, to be a part of that for you, a part of your wind down. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, what I'm going to do is, uh, like I said, I got this safe place to set up here, plenty of room. You know, like, like I've talked about probably before, you know, we got cubbies, storage, lockers, uh, multiple spaces for you to come in or bring to you. I'm trying to really bring you that sense of a safe place where you can unwind. I send my voice across the deep, dark night. I use lulling, uh, creaky, dulcet tones. And not for everybody. Usually creaky, dulcet tones tend to grow on you. I don't think creaky, dulcet tones are normally well-suited for, like, a multiple choice answers where you're only allowed to answer one. Uh, like you say, well, what type of tones do you, do, do you prefer? Dulcet tones, uh, soothing, lulling tones, uh, quiet tones, silver tone. That was a, a great jazz singer that, uh, we like, uh, listen, listen to the podcast for a long time. Chris, he probably still listens. Uh, I know Chris's friends probably do too. Uh, but uh, you wouldn't say creaky dulcet tones. You'd say, was that a misprint? Creaky dulcets, uh, like creaky like a door? I say, yeah, creaky like a door or a frog. You know, not a, quite a frog. Like, here's another thing that never comes up on the podcast, except when it's written into a story, is toads. And I guess tonight I'll have to give toads their due, like on the positive side, though. We'll get back to you, Toads. But, you know, because you say, well, how come frogs get all the credit? With And I say, well, I don't know what a Toad So I, I, I don't worry, though. I'll get back to you. I, I, here's the thing. I, I like Toads. I, I'm pretty sure. 
Are you a frog or a toad? That's in my brain right now. You're representing a toad. I realize that, but I just wanted to see if you were a frog or a toad so that I don't make an assume, you know, an assume out of both of us. Because I, I mean, so, okay, so if you're new, oh boy, who knows what's going to come up next if I talk to a toad? Did Dr. Doolittle ever talk to any, in any of the iterations of Dr. Doolittle, did Dr. Doolittle ever talk to the toads? I mean, because you say, well, I'm still an animal. I mean, I'm a lizard, right? Oh, whoops, amphibian. Are you an amphibian? I'm not even sure. Don't You don't have to put your head down. It's okay if you're not an amphibian. I think those are the ones that breathe through their skin. So it would be handy, of course. Uh, okay, so... Oh, where was it? Oh, so if you're new, oh, I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark and lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders. You just got one there. Uh, superfluous tangents. That could have been a superfluous tangent. More of a pointless meander, though. I'm going to go off topic. I'm not going to get anywhere. Uh, eventually, uh, we'll get going, but you might not even notice. Uh, so if you're new, here's a few things to know that I want I want to put you at ease. If you're skeptical or doubtful, it totally makes sense. You know, if you're feeling ambivalent or not sure, that's a totally, I mean, that's totally understandable. So uh, here's what I'm going to do is I'm going to like, uh, let me tell you about the structure of the show first, because that's one of the many things about this show that can throw people off. Creaky dulcet tones throw people off. You know, my, I mean, this isn't meant to be like, uh, I'm not self-deprecating myself. I just not everybody's taste. So that's another thing. Never, barely, ever, almost getting to the point. That's another thing. But structurally, uh, this podcast is a little bit different. And sometimes, uh, you know, if the podcast doesn't work for you, because you like, uh, but so if you think you want to try it a few times, the show starts off with business. That's really how we're able to keep it free for everybody. Then there's an intro. Now, the intro is so the show starts off ideally with like two to four minutes of business. Yeah, I just give you these times because they've come up a few times recently. Then the intro itself is like somewhere between 12 and 18 minutes of me just rambling. And those are furry rambles. Not, you know, that uh, I'm not trying to get you to do anything other than like introduce the podcast to you. So it's like from, so whatever, I don't know where we are. Between minutes is uh, four and 20. Oh boy, there we go. I didn't even mean to pander to my 420 listeners, but there you go. It's time wherever you are. Uh, you know, enjoy it if you got it. Uh, so then around 20 minutes, there's some more business. That's the nature of the podcast. Then there'll be our episodically modular series at Get Basso, so a bedtime story that you could listen to in any order. Yeah, then there's some thank yous at the end of the show. That's the structure show, but a little bit more about the intro, because you might say, wait a second, the intro to your podcast is somewhere, depending on how you define it, between you know 14 to 18 to 20 to 13 to 11 to 12 to 19 minutes or so, possibly 17 or 15. Yeah, it is, uh, you know, maybe half 18 or something. I don't know if that's a number, but... Uh, yeah, it's really part of the wind-down routine. So it's a way to introduce a podcast to new listeners. It gives you an idea of what you're in for. 
start to trigger that part of your brain that says, oh, I might not even really need to pay attention to this show because he's just kind of uh, shuffling around. And I'd say you're on to something there. Uh, but for so for new listeners, it's a podcast you don't need to listen to. But the intro kind of as you develop in like your second, third, fourth, fifth time listening, you say, "Well, I like to listen as I'm getting ready for bed," or some people say, "I like to listen as I'm in bed," or you know, "I like to listen after I say good night to my my uh, my my partner," and they roll over and start snoring, or what? They go right to sleep instantly, which that gives me a little distraction from the fact we have different sleep style. Or some people like to start it on a speaker and their pets hop in bed. And then some listeners, only I think 2% or so, it's 2 to 4%, it looks like, uh, they start the show at 20 minutes. They just listen at whatever starts at 20 minutes. It might be the end of the intro, it might be some business, it might be the beginning of the series. And then other people on Patreon, there's like a variety of listeners. Some people listen all night. I'll be honest, like the Patreon is probably better for that because there's no interruptions or anything. But, uh, you know, some people listen all night. Some people turn it on when they're asleep. But the intro kind of gives you a chance to let the day drift away and to get comfortable, to get cozy. So that's the intro. Yeah, like I said, it's a podcast you don't need to listen to. The story you may or may not hear uh, and you say, okay, well, what's the story about? I say, well, b- believe it or not, I take the first five to ten minutes to catch you up on everything that's ever happened in three seasons of the series. So uh, you'll you'll know or you'll be asleep. So it's a podcast you don't need to listen to, uh, but there's also no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for about an hour, and everything is complete. Even though things are slow to develop, uh, they slowly develop like a photograph. Never thought of that in this analogy before, but you know, like there's instant photographs, uh, and then there's like photograph, photograph, the old, you know, film photographs, and those are slow to develop. And instant photographs, you see, well, that's not instant. Uh, some people are like, can you flick it or whatever? So I guess my point with that is that, uh, the show is slow to develop, but eventually a picture does develop. It's a lulling, soothing one. So if you can't sleep, there are listeners out there with you. And I'm, I'm, my goal is to be here with you as you drift off or if you need the show uh, episode after episode after episode tonight. So that's the structure of the show. Those are kind of things around the show. I make the show, one, because I've been there, or pretty often I'm there. Tossing, turning, got those down. Mind racing, got that. Trouble getting to sleep, oh boy. Trouble staying asleep, yep. Sometimes, like I said, sleeping in new places, changes in routine, uh, all that stuff. Like uh, sleeping in a room recently with uh, that had a lot of light uh, and I didn't have a sleep mask. So then, And also that I didn't have control over the temperature because I was a guest. Uh, so those are all things that might be out of our control, right? What's in my control is to be here for you. And even though I just pointed out, is to kind of tell you a story and slowly take your mind off of it. Uh, because I truly believe you do deserve a good night's sleep. You know, I've been there, like I said, and uh, I think you deserve a place of respite and that your world and our world will be a better place uh, if you're in a rested position. 
I mean, rest a position right now, and then you're rested, and you say, wow, like, uh, no, don't, fl- here's a question I don't know the answer to. I just assume I know the answer. Do flowers love to be smelled and appreciated? Because everybody says, stop and smell the flowers, and a lot of us, we roll our eyes. I, I, I mean, uh, but I guess it would change it if you say, what if, here's another, let's take a phrase back. Well, you know, don't worry, Toads. Eventually, I'll think of something about you, too. Uh, but what if we stop and, and, and instead of stopping, like, change that phrase? I don't know if we could get everybody on board in the world. Probably not. And also probably people point out that this isn't true. But you say, hey, stop and, you know, instead of saying stop and smell the roses or the flowers, uh, you say, did you ever, maybe if you just say it as a question, did you ever wonder if flowers love being smelled and appreciated? And then you pause. here. So this isn't exactly efficient. Then you pause and you say, because I sure love smelling them. Holy cow. Even when they don't smell, I love taking a second. Uh, probably would still roll her eyes at that person. You're right. You're right, Toad. I knew you were in here for a reason. Here's another question. I don't know if you are an amphibian or not. Uh, and I don't know if that's, you know, I don't really pronounce a lot of words correctly. Amphibian, I think is that. But, uh. You say, well, I got a mammalian brain. I got an allies, like an Eddie Izzard brain, you know, that rhymes with that. Azard, sorry. I wasn't thinking of Azard, you know, the hand. I mean, I was thinking of the other handsome one. Uh, But so, but how come I don't have, I would like an amphibian brain. Or just call it, I mean, because you got, I don't even know which one corresponds. You got the the hypothalamus. and that might be the brainstem, or may, might not be. You got the cortex, you get the cerebellum, and the cerebrum. I think there's probably other things, but uh, right. you're probably right. My, my, once upon a time, someone asked questions like this, and the amphibian brain, part of the brain, walked out because it said, I could breathe out of my skin. You know, what do you want from me? I mean, I think that would be, I guess I'm projecting, but I'd say that would be pretty good. I mean, it's, I don't know. You're right. I don't know anything about breathing through my skin. I fantasize. You say, well, tell me your fantasies. I say, well, breathing through my skin. And they say, okay, hello, are you there? Okay. Uh, usually they just say, you know what? I got to go put money in the meter after I say something like that. And they say, I thought you walked here. Oh, okay. I'll just, I can follow along though. It was the breathing through the skin. It didn't, okay. Bye. Um, or was it the toad I brought with me? Because here's the thing I used to hold a lot of toads. Uh, I presume they were toads. And they would, uh, like, I was sure that it wasn't, I was very gentle. I was always gentle with the toads uh, because of, uh, there was lore about you that, you know, you would cause some. Um, you could cause some skin outbreaks, but that was that was not true. But also, every time I picked you, one of you up, you would do a number one. It, almost every time, never really bothered me too much because it was just once you get used to it. Uh, so I don't know. Sorry about that. I guess I, I, I guess I have to make amends to all toads everywhere. Probably should do it. You're right. Probably should do it with a donation and not a public apology. Because I would have to apologize for my 
toad, toad ignorance of toads, in, in ignorance of toads. Uh, that would be a book I would think about writing, but would never sell. In ignorance of toads in other. Uh, I mean, it could be a, maybe it could be a chapter. What was my point? You're right. Uh, you're right about that. I was uh, just showing the listeners. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think we're, we're trying to take back a phrase, and then I got distracted and started talking about toads. Because uh, you correct you corrected me and put me you put me back on track. I mean, you you're very. Um, I don't know if you, I don't want to, again, I'm just making, but you are very, uh, you have a stillness about you. So, I mean, here's the thing, maybe like, even though, so this is a bit of a reach, but I'm trying to make something positive in sleep podcasts to take, you know, taking the toad back from the, you know, the, 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 the tired history of the toad. Oh, I forgot to finish my apology to toad. So thanks. I was in the middle of making a point, but, uh, I was wrong uh, picking you up, uh, probably making you go number one because you said, what is this person doing picking me up? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you could tell me how it would affected you. I'm open to hearing about that, and I'd like to understand it better. And uh, I am a different person now. I don't pick up toads like that, but if there's anything I can do to make it right, uh, I'd like to do that. Uh See, I mean, I realize it's easy for me to say because you're not sentient, but you seem to be in my brain. What I was going to say, though, uh, you don't, you know, I'm not asking you to accept my apology either. Like, you could, I'm open to hearing about it later, too. Uh, But so what I was saying before I interrupted myself by, you know, before my proper apology... How what would you give that apology? I'd say it was seven out of ten. I mean, just uh, like in that way, it wasn't written or anything. Oh, you dock me four points for because you're not sentient. Well, that's fair. I mean, that's fair. I mean, that is fair. It is a very n- narcissistic of me to apologize to a non sentient being. Or kind, you prefer kind. Okay, uh, so anyway, could get back to this point of using you as a symbol. Sorry about your, you know, our discussions of your, uh, you know, uh, I'll apologize for that one day. But so what I was thinking is you have a stillness. I was trying to compliment you, believe it or not. This toad is holy moly. So you have a stillness about you. And when you think about the other two parts of your brain, they're not necessarily associated with the mammal part, you know, has the heart and the breathing and stuff. I think that's what it is in milk. I think those are the mammal parts. Not sure. And the izzard parts are, you know, the dashing and running around or something. But maybe you could be like a stillness, like breathing through the skin, even if it's a symbolic sense thing. Uh you know, defining my internal toad and being there. So I don't know. That's just an idea. Anyway, so this is a podcast to put you asleep. Excuse me, toads. Uh, I'll be back uh, one day. You say, what did? What was that donation to the the Toadbond Society? Uh, the Amphibobond. Scooters founded the Amphibobond Society. Turns out toads aren't amphibians. Uh, so then he had to create the Toadbond Society. And uh, that was the end of So this is a podcast to put you to sleep. I realize that it's a lot different uh, if you're new. 
And, uh, you know, I'm just trying to, um, it, it, it does work for the people it works for. So give it a few tries. That's what, I mean, millions of people have said it took two or three tries and then it, I became a regular listener. So kind of see how it goes because it, it, it's free and you just give it a try and see if it helps you uh, because, uh, uh, yeah, I really wanted to see if it would, you know, I, I hope it does, I guess is my thing. So I'm glad you're here. I do really appreciate you coming by, whether you're new or you're one of those regular listeners that's been with me since 2013. Hey, what's up? Uh, they they were here for season one at Get Passos. So wherever you are on the scale of listenership, I'm glad you're here. I work very hard. I yearn a nice drive because I really want to help you fall asleep. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Uh, we do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed and turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's the thoughts, the feelings... Uh, physical sensations so is anything you're thinking about anything physically coming up for you that you're experiencing or emotionally coming up for you uh, it could be changes in time or temperature or routine whatever it is you know like uh, indoors outdoors inside outside whatever it is i'm here to take your mind off that what i'm going to do is create a safe place or deliver a safe place though i know i have socks on the brain I feel like I just did it. I've done multiple episodes about socks before, but I got a safe place. It could have, you know, this could, we could have those, any of those socks you might need. Uh, the, 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 like, uh, yeah, I'd say, well, we got extra socks here at our safe place. Which would you choose? Also, we, re, you know, maybe there's going to be the sock and human reunion that the, uh, I don't know, was that the, uh, that wasn't the Everly Brothers. Was that Simon and Garfunkel or just Simon that sang that? Uh, the old sock and human reunion. I don't know, will that be what tonight's episode's about? I, I thought, it, no, no, tonight's episode's about the good place. Uh, but so I'm going to send this, uh, to deliver the safe place. One way I'm going to do it is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. I'm going to go off topic for sure. So uh, get distracted, filler words, nonsense, inco- you know, incomprehen- inconceivable and incomprehensible. Uh, flawed logic, my, even my illogical parts are, they say, I'm, illog- I'm illogical and flawed. I have both those things going for me. Those don't go well, like, uh, like uh, yeah, they don't go well in profiles. I think I talked about other stuff on there. Don't put flawed, even though everyone is. Uh, maybe, I, maybe, I don't know. I never tried that. Illogical, though, I haven't tried that one either. Maybe I should test that out. So those are a couple things. Uh, also, what was I talking? Oh, so oh, those are techniques. So here, here's the thing. If you're new, hi, how you doing? I'm glad you're here, and I wanted to talk to you, is particularly if you're new, because this podcast is very different than most every other podcast in existence and most other things in general. So 
wanted to get you familiar because so one if you're if you're feeling that way you say what is this thing or i'm not sure if i like this thing that is a perfectly normal thing or when like uh i'm here i don't want to try to put your fears at ease or your uh like agitation because that's just a common thing that most people feel when they first start listening to the show and i'm not trying to talk you out of those feelings because they're normal skeptical of course you'd be skeptical this is a podcast to put you to sleep why wouldn't you be skeptical and then you say and you're kind of just talking about nonsense so if you're having any of those feelings even strongly uh, i'll give you some information to go on but i just want to let you know that's cool uh, you're having a totally normal reaction and just see how it goes. And, and the best way to do, do it is, uh, to try not to pay too much attention. That can, that's one thing that could throw people off is like, uh, to, to try to wait for this podcast to get to a point or make sense. Uh, that's one thing. So see how it goes. So that's one part of it. Structurally is another thing that can, so almost like a, like watching in an out of focus way or just barely listen to me. Or eventually you'll do that. Like if you become a regular listener, if you say, oh, wait, this podcast started working for me. Once I stopped listening, <laughs> the podcast stopped, started working. I really started enjoying listening to sleep with me once I was barely listening to it. That's a pretty common, because most people that are regular listeners to the show, which is like hundreds of thousands of people said, like it took two or three tries before I got used to the show. And then I became a regular listener. Uh, because at first I was like, uh, what is this? Or I'm not sure I like it. So if you're feeling that way, that's normal. Another thing to tell you about is the structure. And this really throws people off. It seems like it throws people, two or three people off every week in a very intense way that I hear from them. So I always try to talk about this. So, so show starts off with a little teaser, you know, how you do ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends beyond the binary. Then there's business, which if you're new, not super important. Usually it's like whatever, four or six minutes of business. I don't know. Uh, then there's an intro. The business keeps the podcast free for everybody. Just a reality that I want the show free, but it's not important for new people. Uh, then there's an intro. Now the intro is like from about six or seven, you know, somewhere between four and eight minutes into the show till 20 minutes in the show. So about 12 to 15 minutes of me just rambling. Now, sometimes like those strong reactions can feel like that this is I don't know. The intro is just me trying to explain what the podcast is and not succeeding. Uh, but when people dislike it, they describe it as an infomercial or self-congratulatory, you know, those kind of things. It's really just some friendly banter that uh, will, will, that's light on the banter. Uh, so that's uh, the intro. Oh, and oh, oh, you say, well, why is the intro 12 to 18 to 20 minutes? They say, well, because it, that's how long it takes for me to get to the point. That's one. But two, for regular listeners, what they find, like two per, two or three percent or two or four percent of regular listeners, they skip to 20 minutes and they go straight to the good place content. And then another two uh, percent are patrons. They get story only versions of the show. But for most people, they like listening to the intro because it gives them time to get ready for bed and to wind down. So the whole idea of this long, pointless intro uh, is just to give you a chance to, to unwind. And you could start listening before you get into bed or once you're in bed or as you're getting ready for bed. You know, kind of see what works for you as part of your bedtime routine. Uh, so then I'll finish the intro, then there'll be some business, uh, and then there'll be The Good Place. We'll be talking about the last episode of The Good Place. Holy moly, 
And then there's some thank yous at the end of the show. So it's a structure show. Kind of, as I said, it's a podcast you don't really need to listen to. And if you barely listen or kind of listen, you might have initially more success. But it is a podcast you could listen to because if you can't sleep, there's a percentage of people that listen to the show that can't sleep. I'm going to be here to the very end for you, too. I'm here to keep you company in the deep, dark night, whether you're awake or asleep. I guess it's that simple to take your mind off stuff, uh, whether you're listening or not. Like a tree in the woods, uh, like I say, it does. Like I say, I'm, I'm uh, like not when the tree falls, but like, let's see, when the wind's blowing in a tree in the woods, no one uses that as a metaphor. Because uh, it's not so flashy, but I say w- if if wind's blowing in a tree in the woods and no one's there to hear it, it does it make a noise, right? And I'd say, I don't know, because that's a deep question. But I say that's my job is uh, not to worry about it. I'm just a tree. I'm I don't know if I'm the tree or the breeze. I mean, I know I got the hot air going, so but you know what I'm saying. I'm there whether. Uh, you're there at a campsite listening to me and relaxing, or you're you're asleep. Uh, I guess that's I guess that's the kind of like I said, mishandled metaphors. That's another technique I use. Uh, so I don't know what my point was because I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, you don't need to listen to me. Like I just demonstrated that one. Uh, but there's also no pressure to fall asleep. I guess that's the flip side of what I was saying. I'm here to keep you company to the very end. Uh, and the reason the episodes are about an hour is so you have plenty of time to drift off. You, you, you Like, I want to take that uh, worry away from you. So when you see the show, you say, oh, I have plenty of time to go to sleep. Scoots is going to talk about uh, the podcast for 20 minutes. And maybe I'll fall asleep then, but then I know he's going to talk. I don't know, like, if who will start talking? You know, he'll talk probably about bow ties and uh, Buckets and Chidi and Eleanor and Tahani and Jason, Janet, Michael, the whole Soul Squad. Uh, probably, I would assume, but I, maybe I won't hear that. But if I do, if I'm still awake, I could listen to that. That'll be entertaining, trying to hear Scoots recap that episode. Or you might say, well, I don't listen. I don't watch The Good Place. I see you're even you're in for an even bigger treat is what most people say. Like they, when I do a TV recap of shows that people don't watch, uh, th- those work really well. Because uh, you say, well, I get to be introduced to some friends I don't really know anything about or have to pay too much attention to, but that Scoots likes. Like, could you imagine being at a party where people are introducing you to people, but then you don't have, and they're describing the people to you, but you don't have to interact with them, but you get all the benefits of that? Like, that's what that was. Oh, let me tell you about my friend Eleanor. Oh, boy, is she wearing, well, I don't know if it's a long sleeve shirt or a sweater, but she's sitting there, and it's not quite a rainbow, like a Roy G. Biv rainbow. Oh, and then there's Cheaty, like, uh, he does have a sweater vest on. I'm not sure, like, uh, like in, uh, and, uh, oh, he's, he's sitting there thinking, and he knows more about philosophy than the philosophers, because he's a fan. You know, of course he would know more. The philosophers, they might only know about their own philosophies. So, and then I get to my, you know, so that would be like, you say, oh, like, I don't know, that'd be pretty nice. You say, well, would I be floating through this party? And I say, sure, if you want to. Uh, so that's that. So, oh, so I'll be talking about the good place. That's the other thing. Uh, and, and yeah, but you don't need to have watched the show 
I won't. I mean, I, it'll be a tiny bit spoiled, but you, ideally you're asleep. Or, you know, you kind of forget what I was talking about. Because that happens to me, too, where I try to avoid spoilers for, like, movies and stuff like that or theme park rides. And then inadvertently I hear something, but then I forget it. And I say, I don't even know who that, like, uh, like I say, like, BB-88, never heard of, never heard of them. Uh, or, you know, BOBB-8, I've heard of them. I've heard of BB-8, but that cone droid, I don't even know its name. Maybe I heard about that droid at some point. So here's a question, way off base. Was that droid in Wally? Like, uh, it's been a while since I watched Wally. But I wonder if there was any shout outs from the, the latest Star Wars movie in Wally. I don't know why, that just popped in my head. Because it, it was from somewhere, like that cone droid, the droid. I don't know if you saw that movie, and I've talked about it way too many times. About uh, I don't know what R two did. They said, you know what, we're gonna cut. They they maybe they had like a script supervisor that like that they brought in from corporate, and they said, yeah, we got to slash twenty percent of the budget off this movie. And they said, well, we don't know how we're going to do this in a way that works for. And the script supervisor said, give me all the characters whose names start with R. Uh, and they said, okay, Rose, R2, uh, maybe other, they, they, and then the scripts are, that's good. Okay, let's uh, cut their most of their, what, what parts of the movie are they in? And they said, okay, now they'll be at the base, uh, just being at the base. What will they do? Because they were big parts of, you know, they're big part, both big parts of the lore of the films. And they said, yeah, well, they'll be at the base. That's an important place for both of them to be. And they then they would say, Scoots, weren't you talking about the cone, the droid with the cone? They'd say, I'm not sure it was a cone because it wasn't. But yeah, that droid, I've seen it. I've seen that droid somewhere before. And I don't know if it was in a trailer or a dream or Wally or another film. But I, when I saw that, I said, I've seen you somewhere before. And the droid said, you know, made a droid noise that I can't make on a sleep podcast. Like, what, what about, this wasn't any droid, in the, but the droids that go, like, that's one of the noises, like, that little droid makes on the ground. Probably was in one of these movies, too. But, you know, that's the sign of me. It's That's, like, I always, I don't know. Like, it just feel good. Maybe this episode will come out around May the 5th. I doubt it, but... I already talked about R2 for like 20 minutes, but I didn't think of that thing. I said, wait a second, R2 and Rose both start with R, uh, Kylo Ren, but that's what you say. Well, no, we're just going by first names. Uh, who, who are some of the other characters? How can I not think? Ray, but they say, well, okay. Uh, I don't know any of the, like, all their other names escape me. Right this second. Poe, well, okay, Poe. Uh, Paul Finn, Chewy, C-3PO, like I said. Okay, so anyway, back to the sleep podcast that I make. But I think I figured that out. I mean, I don't want to do, I mean, I, I like, there's a lot of, like, uh, consternation about what happened to Rose in R2. And I think I just got to the bottom of it. And you won't hear that on any Star Wars. I mean, you'll hear the stuff of, like, what, ha- what you know, other theories. But that's probably the most likely theory. They said, huh. They said, give me a script. Okay, well, what what, what, how, what changes did you make? Don't worry about it. Well, I just picked, you know, a name, a letter of the alphabet, having to be R. So, okay, so where was I? I was off topic. Oh, it's a podcast you don't need to listen to. 
How the heck did I get? I started talking about that droid. Where did that come out of? I mean, but oh, I did forget to say, I know you from somewhere. If I met that droid, then the droid would say, of course you do. I mean, whatever language it speaks, uh, when we interpret it, it would say, of course you do. I was in one of the you know big Star Wars movies. And I'd say, no, no, it's before that. Say, huh, like uh, magic, in your imagination? Mm, I don't think I'm that creative. Uh, well, really, should, I'm just a cone with a wheel. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not big on making droids. Are you sure you were, were you in Wally or someone like you? Shouldn't you know the answer to that question? I mean, I should, but I'm, that's what I'm asking. I said, I know you from somewhere. Do you think it was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away or someplace more recent? I don't know, but I get to get back to these regular listeners and the new listeners. So here's the thing. I think I made it clear. This is a podcast you don't need to listen to. No pressure to fall asleep. Uh, I make the podcast because I've been there, tossing and turning. Like, I know how it feels, and I really do believe you deserve a good night's sleep. And I'm hoping to provide that in any way I can. Because uh, I think it would just be nice, right, for you to get a good night's sleep. I work very hard on the show. Uh, I greatly appreciate you coming by and checking it out. And, uh, you know, I yearn and strive to help you fall asleep. Uh, so thanks again for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, uh, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. Uh, what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. It could be thoughts, you know, things on your mind you're thinking about uh, in the past or present or future, uh, feelings, like any emotions coming up for you, whether they're related to thoughts or they're just there, or they're around, you know, you see they're drifting in and out. That happens to me. Uh, physical sensations. It could be uh, changes in routine or, you know, whatever it is. It's not easy sleeping uh, for a lot of us. So whether it's something uh, like external or internal or you're not sure, like me, I'm usually baffled when I can't sleep. Like, it is very rare that I can just put it on one thing. And if I could, I would, like, other than having too many cups of coffee, which I normally am pretty good about, well, not about, I have too many cups, but I stopped drinking them at like 11. Also, here's a, here's a, well, we'll get into pro tips later, but, uh, like, uh, if you're going to have too many cups of coffee, you, you know, use the same cup, but like, don't try to have too many cups of coffee at the same time. Learn from my mistakes and also don't walk around your apartment carrying too many cups of coffee because that just, uh, I've tested these things out so you don't need to. Uh, but what I'm going to do here, like I said, I'm going to try to create a safe place and send it your way or invite you in, which is whichever is more comfortable for you. I'm going to be like a, a, a friend near your bedside in your general vicinity. Uh, and what I'll do is I'll send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'll use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. 
pointless meanders. Oh boy, or my, you see, does he he meanders without, and he never gets to a point. And I say, thank you so much for the kind words. Thanks for getting me. Uh, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents, extra, so many extra words or sounds. There are more sounds than words. Utterances. I don't have I ever used utterances in there. It makes me want to make jokes about utters, but I know I did that in the last two or three hundred episodes. I talked about, so I've probably been a hundred episodes, maybe it was like two episodes ago, that I talked about my fake resume and that I started an ice cream business, business called Utter Delight. And then I thought, well, maybe to be a vegan ice cream business, right? Or did I think about that the last time I brought it up, or was that just in my regular thinking? Was that when I was professionally meandering or just my normal day-to-day hobbyist meandering? But that would be the thing. You say, well, this ice cream is utter delight uh, because the udders are delighted because they don't, they don't like, uh, they don't have to deal, like, it's, you get it, right? It's uh, whatever, it's not, not milk-based ice cream. And you say, we got it, Scoots. The first time you said it, I mean, you could it could be cream-based, and you say, well, it's delightful. It's utterly delightful. And I say, well, thanks for listening to my utterances about utters, uh, or like utter uh, uh, businesses using the term utter didn't work out. It was just a fake resume anyway. So, oh, so if you're new, holy, you, I may have thrown you off. I'm the type of person that, you know, a hobbyist, a meanderer, and, uh, it thinks it's funny to make fake resumes, which I still think is funny, even though I've, I don't, I wouldn't know the structure of resume now. It's been a while since I spun up the old fake resume. You, you, they, uh, maybe that could be episode one day. So I think I probably did one about that. Um, okay, so where was I? If you're new, it went off topic. Early went off to I'll be I'll be going off topic again won't be long because I already had something I had talked about and then I forgot about minutes ago before utterances came up didn't I say another thing that I don't know but so I'm glad you're here I'm here to keep you company as you fall asleep so a couple of things to know if you're new if you're skeptical or doubtful or ambivalent or like feeling a little uh angst that's totally understandable this podcast one not for everybody two very different uh three extra strange and very odd so i'm going to give you some information but if so that's totally you say what what is this thing i don't not sure if i like it i say just like that's what we say at utter delights we say the first time you might may not might not be sure especially about our more obscure flavors like uh I don't know. I was trying to think of an obscure flavor that fits bedtime that you can't already get because now there's so many obscure ice cream flavors. Uh, maybe we would name ours in a pan. Like I was thinking of like uh, like uh, I wanted to say something something Pamplona. I don't know why I thought of that, but you'd say the shades of Pamplona. You say, well, what does that even taste like? I say, well, like uh, what I feel like. Uh, well, I haven't been to Pamplona. I actually know nothing about it other than it sounds great on my mouth. And this ice cream will do, maybe that's, that's the way we do it, to say, well, I love saying Pamplona because it's just a nice word to say, Pamplona. You could say it while you're lying in bed, just Pamplona. See, it's not Pamplona. 
Uh, and so that's what, but, oh, I'm talking to new listeners. Sorry about that. Uh, the rest of my parts of my brain that I was giving attention to. So if you're skeptical or doubtful, totally understandable. I mean, if someone says they're going to put you to sleep and then they start talking about fake resumes and vegan ice cream businesses and making utter related references, you say, I'm utterly confused with the two T's and not two D's. Your utterances are uh, utterly, and I'd say, okay, that's fair enough. I, I get it. Uh, it's a very common reaction. In fact, most regular listeners say it takes two or three tries to get used to the show. But I also want to run through a few of the things that could throw you off if you're new. One, this is not a podcast to really be listened to. You can listen, but you could also barely listen or moderately listen or, or like listen to for a little while and then you know what I'm saying? It's kind of a podcast you consume in a nearly passive way. Not totally passive. Uh, like a, like you'd say, this is like a passerby podcast. I don't, you see, well, I don't even know what that means. And I say, well, I'm trying to think of what it means. Give me a second. Uh, you say, well, yeah, like most podcasts, you're not a passerby. You're in there. It's in your ears. And uh, this one you could walk, like so, if someone was playing like a guitar or mandolin or banjo or ukulele or ukulele or kazoo, uh, like out on their porch and you were walking by, like, uh, I mean, it would be an awkward situation. You could stop and listen. I mean, for me, it would be awkward because I say, well, do I have to make eye contact? Do I have to talk to the person? What, what would you, should you talk to someone while they're playing a musical instrument? Particularly kazoo, probably not. Did I make, do I make eye contact with them? And then you, you're committed to something when you stop and you're, you're actively engaged. This podcast, oh no, 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 don't got to do that. None of that kind of pressure. You heard how I, I folded under that pressure and maybe you could relate to that. You say, yeah, I'm not emotionally equipped to deal with, uh, buskers or people just playing music for joyful reasons. I mean, as long as they're at a distance, I'll be fine. But getting too close and having to interact with them, too much for me. I'll pass. I'd prefer to be a passerby and, like, listen, enjoy it as it comes, and enjoy it as it goes. So that's kind of how you consume sleep with me, maybe. So it's a podcast you don't need to listen to, but you can. And it's a podcast that really doesn't put you to sleep. It's one of the few sleep podcasts uh, that claims it doesn't put you to sleep. It's more here to keep you company while you drift off. And that's the reason the episodes are about an hour. Is I'm here to be your boar bay, your boar bud, your boar sib, your boar cousin, your boar cuz, your boar bestie, your boar bruh, whatever you want to call it. I'm here to be at your bedside talking and taking your mind off of stuff as you drift off, as we pass by, and then you kind of keep passing by into the arms of Morpheus. Uh, there's one more piece of that that is if you can't sleep, I'm going to be here to the very end. I'm committed to you. I'm committed to taking your mind off of stuff uh, the whole time. So I'll be here to the very end. So for those of you that can't sleep or need this podcast during the day, I'm here for you, okay? I want you to know that. So those are important things to know. If you're new, the other thing that can throw people off, I guess I always talk about this, but I don't think I can, like, I try to give you a heads up. 
but usually the people it throws off, there's not much they could do, is the show is very different structurally. It starts off with a greeting, then there's business, and believe it or not, it does take a lot to put the show out, work, and, and all that. So the business is what enables us to keep the podcast free here for you twice a week. But if you're new, really not important at all. Uh, and then there's an intro, which also throws a lot of people off. The intro is like somewhere around 12 to 20 minutes of me talking uh, about the podcast and kind of introducing it. And you say, well, can't you do that in a more straightforward, efficient way? And I'd say, you're thinking like somebody that plays like a kazoo, you know, for an audience. Uh, this podcast is not meant to be consumed so much in that way. Plus, I don't know if I'd be good at getting, I don't know if I'm good at getting to the point. If I did, I'd have to get to the point cast, the podcast about points and pointillism and, uh, pointed things. We cover it all counterpoints, points, you know, all those things. Uh, you say, is that really a show? Oh yeah. So we talk about pointillism usually first, uh, then pointy stuff, uh, you know, that's a kind of our potpourri section, even pointy potpourri. We actually, that's one of our sponsors. Pointing your way to good smells, pointy potpourri. It's pointy for people who like pointy stuff that smells good. Pointy potpourri. Uh, and then the last half of the show, we have, po- you know, pointed things we talk about. and Or point, sometimes it's poignant, but it's always pointed here on the point, pointy cast. And then usually at the end, we have a bonus thing about pointers, you know, dogs and and also maybe, you know, famous moments of pointing in history. So I guess that show wasn't to the point either, but so you could see where I'm not good at that. But the real reason the intro is 12 to 18 minutes to 20 minutes is because I want to give you time to ease into bedtime. There's so much expectations or there's this idea that you just fall asleep. And for me... And hundreds of thousands of listeners that I've interacted with, that just doesn't it doesn't work that way. And so I found that the, the intro works to give you a nice long runway into sleep, whether you start listening as you're getting ready for bed or as you're in bed getting comfortable or as you need a break for during your day. Uh, the intro just kind of like slowly lowers the, the volume of the day. That's, I guess that's what I'm saying. So that's why I really I ramble for so long is to 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 help to help you drift away and then I'll talk tonight it'll be our crossover episode with Albasalix Royal Physician. So this will be really fun. Holy holly, uh, is it going to be a good time and very sleepy. So I'm excited about that. And then our show ends with some thank yous and good nights. So that's the structure of the show. Trying to think of what else. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's it. I mean, I make the show because I believe you do deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a safe place of respite and distraction where you could get comfortable and get some rest. Uh, like, I've had so many struggles with sleep and, you know, dreading bedtime. And I'd like to, to, to improve that for you if I can. Now, I can't do it for everybody. I wish I could. Because if you get a good night's sleep, the world's going to be a better place. It's going to be like a little bit better for you and a little bit better for everybody else. So that's why I make the show is I believe in it and I believe in you getting some sleep. I believe in you not listening to me soon. 
uh, either way, I mean, let's be honest, like either way that's going to happen, right? Give it a few tries and see how it goes. And if you give it a few tries and it works good, you won't be listening to me in a good way. And if it doesn't work for you, hopefully we just, you say, well, let me try some other stuff. I mean, there's a percentage of people that let me know how strongly they feel about, but, but, you know, that's just being human and, you know, being tired. Why not? You know, some people get that Oscar type feel, Oscar the Grouch, I mean, so I totally understand it's, I was a bit cranky today too. So, you know, now I get to be here putting you to sleep and, and I feel good. So I think that's it. I'm glad you're here. I really work hard and I strive to help you fall asleep. I appreciate you coming by.